after a flurry of action over the last month, the winter sports are starting to wind down. I had a chance to catch up with a Viking alum who was part of an underrated backcourt in his playing days, as well as a current Viking trying to lead his young group of Vikings to the Civic Center for the first time in a couple of decades. Rube, what do you have for us this week? I spoke with the coach of the 14-time state champion archery team at Ripley High. Also a 1977 Ripley grad who is still knee-deep in Viking athletics. I talked with the victorious coach of Lady Viking basketball and a senior wrestler who will be gunning for his fourth straight trip to the state wrestling tournament. The incredible string of state championships continued for Ripley High Archery. Mike Rubin gets the details from the program's new coach, a 1994 graduate and former Viking baseball player. Well, the format was slightly different this year, but the outcome was the same. Another state championship for the Ripley High Archery Program. And I'm talking with Coach Roy Bennett, the first year head coach of Ripley Archery. Coach, congratulations on a state title. Thank you very much. I guess it had to be a, a little bit nerve-wracking knowing that you're taking over a program that has won multiple uh, state championships in a row. W was that a little, uh, did that make you a little bit nervous or were you uh, anxious for the opportunity? A little bit of both. Uh, it, it's very nerve-wracking knowing that uh, Coach Tescomp and uh, Tom Kirkford have got the program up and running to the point where it's at today. Very big shoes to fill. Uh, it's a very nerve-wracking uh, knowing that we have quite a bit to live up to. But in the same token, it's very exciting to, to finally get my feet wet as a head coach of the program and uh, hopefully continue the dynasty. Coach, uh, for those who are not familiar with an archery tournament format, could you explain, I understand that you have to have some depth and you have to have consistent scoring from both the boys' members of the team and the girls' members of the team. Yes, sir. Uh, when you're scoring in archery, you have to have at least 24 And uh, in the past, uh, the high schools always had about 50 to 60 kids come out for the program. With the whole COVID situation that's happened in the past year, we were lucky enough to get 27 kids to come out for the program. And out of that uh, 27, of course, we had 24 to make up the team. And when you're scoring, you use the top 12. Now, in that top 12, you have to have at least four of the opposite sex. And the better the score that, uh, that they are able to obtain the better your score is and the better chance you are to go against the uh, other teams in the state. Do you know who the top competition was for you in the state of West Virginia? This year was Riverside. And how they close? Second. How close did it come, Coach? Uh, they were still probably about 10 to 15 points away from us. Okay, and can you tell us uh, who the top scores were, maybe the top two or three scores uh, for the boys and for the girls? Absolutely. Uh, our top score uh, for the boys, as far as a team is concerned, Logan Smith, he shot a 287. Jordan Kearns shot a 285, both of them being seniors. And Clay Ransom, 
Also, the senior shot a 284. As far as the girls, we have Rain Thompson, senior, 284. Jaden George, a freshman, with a 283. Um, then we go on down for the third girl with the Valley Bitter with a 233. And that name uh, is probably a little bit familiar to you. Just a little bit. Coach, congratulations on yet another uh, Ripley High Archery State Championship. Way to go. Thank you very much, sir. Ripley senior Gracie Freeman was the top individual scorer in the state among the girls' competitors. Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel made right here in Ripley. His late father, Claude Ball, served as the president of the Ripley Athletic Boosters. His grandson, Joey Ramsey, is an outstanding sophomore athlete for the Vikings. And 1977 graduate James Ball is typically right in the middle of Viking sport. We're talking with James Ball before the Ripley basketball game here, appropriately so. And James, you've been involved in the athletic scene here at Ripley High School for a number of years. Uh, the football chain gang running the football scoreboard. And for about the last decade, uh, the basketball scoreboard. So how did you get involved in that? Well, it started out as Bill Manns, when I went to work at Century, he was running the chains and they needed to substitute one night and I substitute and stayed with it. Got into the basketball, Bob Jones, he was running it and he said, well, there wasn't much difference between running the football one and running the basketball, so I got involved with it. And then when Coach John Kennedy came, he called me and said, hey, will you run it for the girls? And I said, well, absolutely. I'd be honored running, and I've been doing it for, I can't even think how many years, actually. And James, I guess it's only appropriate because uh, your late father, he was so involved in the athletic program here, president of the Boosters Club for a number of years, and I guess it's sort of the uh, family legacy that you would become involved as well. Yes, it's, uh, yeah, he got me going, and he taught me the pride to have in Ripley. He graduated from Scott High School, but he still cheered for Ripley anytime we played them. And he, he just uh, a great mentor to me that, you know, to do it right, don't worry about cheating for anybody, just do it the way it's supposed to be done and do it and let the chips fall where they may. And I remember when you started keeping the scoreboard, there was a little young man that used to follow you around and sit behind <laughs> you there, and his name was Joey Ramsey, and he's now out on the court. I guess it has to be pretty special for you uh, to have a grandson out there playing Viking basketball. Yeah, I'm, I'm very proud of him. Uh, the days, like you say, he'd sit behind me there and more or less aggravate me, but <laughs> now he's he's out there making me real proud. He loves this basketball pro here at Ripley. And it's just, he just thought, oh, that's all he can do is going up. He, he practiced hard in off season. And, and I tried to help him, and uh, he wants me to go one-on-one, which I cannot do anymore. <laughs> He's just too much for me. Now, James, you were a, a daggone good athlete in your own right. I mean, play, you were did a little bit of wrestling, as I recall, My. and played some football uh, back in the mid-'70s. But 
you you may be most noted for your career in track and field in which you set a record here at Ripley High that stood the test of time for a number of decades. Tell us about that. Well, when I came to Ripley High, Raymond Barocious came to me and says, hey, we need a hurdler. We heard you was fast. You're running track this year. And I said, no, I'm not. He said, yes, you are. So I ran track my freshman year, and I loved it, and I just fell in love with it. Uh, my junior year, I set the high school record, and it stood for 38 years, and uh, I just loved it. I, I tell everybody about it. You show my name over there when I was coaching major league football. I said, hey, the old man's up there. I said, you guys need to come and break it. Luke Casto almost broke it. He was a couple of tenths off, but uh, he let me know that he was after it. And, and that uh, that was in which event, James? The 110-yard high hurdles, now just called the 100-meter high hurdles. And as you recall, you set that down at uh, Laidley Field in Charleston? Yeah, it was the Laidley Field. Of course, they had about the only decent track at the time. And, of course, out here we'd run around. It was dirt. We didn't even have cinders. So we went to relay. Coach uh, Hart was our coach, and he told me what it took to run, and uh, he taught me a lot. James, thank you for your time, and thank you for everything you do for Viking Athletics. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate it. Mountaintop Media is the official live stream provider of Ripley High School Athletics. Mountaintop Media offers a variety of services, including logo design, photography, videography, audiovisual setup, consulting, and web design. If you're beginning your climb to the peak of success, Mountaintop Media has you covered. Mountaintop Media, your vision through our lens. Go to mtmedia304.com to learn more. He's three for three when it comes to qualifying for the state wrestling tournament. Viking senior Luke Miller is attempting to make it four in a row. When it comes to getting ready for a regional wrestling tournament, he's been there, he's done that. We're talking with Viking senior wrestler Luke Miller. Luke, thanks for joining the podcast this evening. Thank you for having me, Luke, you uh, finished up the regular season in, in a positive way um, in a dual match uh, down at Huntington High. Tell us about the outcome down there. Well, uh, the rest of Huntington and Partisburg uh, had two wins. One was a forfeit. The other one against Huntington was a 8-2 win. I didn't feel my best wrestling against them, but uh, you know, I'll get my body back, back right and get ready for regionals coming up. And, and Luke, I guess the significant thing about uh, the, lot, the most recent wins that there are eight teams uh, in uh, Class AAA Region Four, and two of those include Huntington High and Parkersburg High, the teams that we faced down there. It is uh, it is a, a difficult region. It, it will be a challenge. So tell me uh, now that you've been through this process uh, for three years, what is the key uh, to getting ready for a regional? Uh, I think the, just the main key is just keeping a positive mindset. You know, you're not wrestling uh, like the senior. You're wrestling the person right in front of you. So uh, you're always, you know, just going out there and giving it your all. And uh, practice, practice makes perfect. So um, me and the boys are going hard this week and going into the next week to prepare for the region for 
And, and Luke, for those who may not be familiar with the way uh, that high school wrestling works, tell us about the process. Uh, how many people from each region uh, qualify? And, and uh, just tell us about the, the regional process. Okay, well, uh, you know, varsity guys go to the regional tournament, and uh, so there's eight teams, and they only take four to the state tournament, so, and then it'll be like 16 at the state tournament, so I uh, get to place top four, and uh, that's pretty much it, <laughs> you know, place top four. Good is, job. It's kind of tough in our region, because uh, we have, a, like, one of the toughest regions, with part of our south, Huntington, they're all pretty tough. But I'll tell you what, Coach Smith uh, has prepared you guys specifically for this. He's, re he's uh, had you up against a challenging schedule uh, all season long. So if, any, if anybody is prepared for this, I would think it would be the Viking wrestling team. Yeah, that's right. Matt always, always uh, you know, puts, puts us up against a tough opponent just so we can peak at the right time and uh, so we're not like going into the region tournament, the state tournament, you know, like, not ready for, like, big matches. And uh, that's something that Matt does a really good job at, is giving us tough matches so we're actually ready. Well, Luke, um, best of luck, and, and uh, hope we, that you make it to state tournament number four in the, in the coming weeks. Thank you. The Class AAA Regional is Saturday, April the 10th at Parkersburg High School. Hey fans, check out the Ripley Vikings collection at swifteesapparel.com backslash Ripley Vikings. Use the coupon code VIKING360 for a 10% discount. It's Ripley Viking Apparel made right here in Ripley. Ripley picked up a 15-point victory at Sissonville on Thursday evening. Coach John Kennedy liked what he saw from his young Lady Vikings. Came out and uh, aggressive right from the get-go and picked up a big win on the road. I guess you had to be pretty pleased with the effort this evening. Yes, I was extremely pleased with the effort, Rube. Uh, first off, I want to thank you for coming down here and uh, giving your time to, the, to these young ladies. Uh, before the game, I told them, I said, you know, we've been through the gauntlet. We've played number three, Wayne County, number four, Nitro, number six, Capital, and, and, and Quad A. I said, it's going to pay off. Just keep believing. And it paid off this evening. I told them, I said, let's turn the heat up on them to get go. And the girls came out. They were playing so unselfish in the first half. Girls were sharing the ball. They were passionate with, to everybody, enjoying everybody's success. And, and that was truly fun to be a part of this evening. And you mentioned turn up the heat. I thought the defensive pressure was effective. And I noticed several times the Lady Vikings were taking charges out there. You had to like that. <laughs> I love when our girls will sacrifice themselves for the team. Uh, I can think of maybe three right off the top of my head. We might have had another one or, or something, but that's just unselfish, just laying it all out there, doing what's expected of you. And Lauren Roush, she started this her freshman year, and it's trickling down to these other girls with Sophie there this evening. I think she took two this evening. I mean, that's just so fun to watch when you see it. Uh, her legacy being passed down to these these freshmen, it, it, it's a special thing. And if there was another advantage, I thought the Lady Vikings might have had an edge in the category of quickness. It just seemed like we were getting up and down the floor uh, faster than the Lady Indians. Yeah, yesterday in practice, I told the girls, I said, we have got to outlet the ball 
to score it. And if we continue to do that, we will get easy buckets in that second half. We got some of them in the first half, but there were some opportunities there in that second half that we just ran them off, off the floor. And coach, uh, a big game coming up Saturday evening at home. Yeah, uh, things don't get any easier for us. Uh, we've got uh, number four Nitro Wildcats coming in. Uh, they've got uh, one heck of a guard in Bailey Goins. And uh, we're going to have a game plan there tomorrow uh, at practice to try to slow her down. And we're going to try to stick to the game plans. And they've, they've done that uh, against Wayne County, even though we couldn't throw it in the ocean that day. Uh, they stuck with the defensive game plan. Uh, there was only four people that scored that game. Their two best players scored 42, and, and the other one scored two other players scored 10 points combined. So to hold a number three team in the state to 52 points, I was uh, extremely pleased with our defensive effort and sticking to our game plan. Coach, enjoy the win. Thank you, Rube. Always appreciate you. Take care. Caden Hall is a senior leader on the Viking basketball team. He'll be in action on Saturday at noon as Ripley takes on the Parkersburg Catholic Crusaders. And he wants to make a trip to Charleston to cap off his high school basketball career. Joined now by Viking senior Caden Hall. Caden, thanks for being with me, bud. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, a uh, little more than halfway through your senior season in basketball. Uh, really, really crammed schedule, I guess you would call it. Uh, you guys playing three, sometimes four games a week. It's going by fast, isn't it? Yeah, it's really fast. Really fast and really sad. You think about it. Think about uh, what you mean to this basketball team, though, man. You've uh, kind of fallen into a role of being a mentor, uh, probably much like you were on the football field as well for some of these younger guys and just showing them how to work every day in practice. And uh, you, you see Joey and, and Brady start to play better, guys that will be filling your shoes next year. Uh, talk about how you uh, have filled that role and what it means to you. Well, I always just, like, try to put a smile on my face and make sure the guys see that, no matter what our record is. But uh, it's just a great experience to teach these young guys how the basketball program is, especially with Coach Parson, my brother-in-law. He's a hard guy, but – if you play what he wants you to do, you'll do – you'll play more, basically. You've hit some big shots, man, especially in some key moments. Uh, down at Calvary Baptist, you hit a couple of big threes, and there's been some some spots that uh, you've stepped in there and made some big shots, kept the momentum going. I get the feeling that you really kind of like that moment. Oh, yeah. I like shooting the ball, but that's usually not my role. So, like, most people don't think I'm, I can shoot, but sometimes I can, sometimes I can't. Talk, talk about playing uh, with, uh, with Luke uh, and what it's like having a 6'10", 6'11 guy down there on the block scooping in rebounds. And uh, basically, uh, for us, in a lot of instances, our best offense is a missed shot so we can go get rebounds because you're a good rebounder. Uh, Luke's a good rebounder. Uh, when Brady and Joey are in there, they're both good rebounders. Isaiah, from a guard perspective, he's a really good rebounder. Uh, this is a, a, a pretty solid rebounding basketball team, and you're a big part of that. Yeah. Luke, Luke you know, he's just so tall that most people, even if they box him out, he's still going to get the ball. But that makes him a really good rebounder. What do we got to do down the stretch here? We got a game Saturday with Parkersburg Catholic in town. Lost a tough one Monday night. Uh, you know, hovering right around that 500 mark, uh, as we uh, get into the back half of the season, uh, if we want to advance 
uh, in sectional, into regional play, and then possibly to the Civic Center. What do we need to do as a basketball team to get better? Uh, first off, we just need to start talking more on defense and just like being better defense all around because, you know, our offensive game isn't bad, especially with Luke. You know, he's like 6'10 and 6'11. But, and also Cade, you know, Cade's really surprised me because, you know, I never really played basketball with him because, you know, he's a freshman and I'm a senior. But he surprised me so much. You know, he outscores most of the people on the other team, which is amazing to me. What are you trying to take uh, from a daily uh, basis on this, man? Are you just trying to soak up every minute of it as time just uh, kind of dwindles away on your uh, high school career as far as basketball is concerned? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, I told them after the uh, Lincoln County game that, you know, many teams – there's only been one team to actually go to the state playoffs, and my uncle was on that team. And I told him that I basically wanted to have that experience with you guys because, you know, as, as a basketball player, I've really never been to a state tournament, and I just want to have that experience. Caden, best of luck the rest of the way, man. Enjoy every minute of it. Look forward to, to seeing big things out of you and your teammates. Uh, and as always, it's uh, great catching up with you. All right, thank you. He now lives in Morgantown and works for WVU, but he has many great memories of the basketball court at dear old Ripley High. Here's 1991 graduate Travis Goldsmith. All right, welcome back. It's that Viking 360 joined now by 1991 graduate of Ripley High School, a standout on the basketball court, Travis Goldsmith. Travis, thanks for being with me, buddy. Glad to be here, Brian. Travis, I... Uh, it's been a while, man. I, I can't honestly can't tell you the last time that I had a chance to connect with you. So, you know, personally, it's just good to hear your voice, buddy. It has been a while. I remember I uh, used to get those Steelers tickets for us all. Uh, <laughs> you come up to Pittsburgh. Those weren't easy tickets to get. I mean, those aren't Bengals tickets. Those are, those are something. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So, so buddy, tell us, uh, tell us what's going on with you now, man. Uh, like I said, graduated in 1991 and, I think you're living in Morgantown now. Uh, where has life taken Travis Goldsmith? I am in Morgantown. Well, I've uh, I've got three wonderful boys and uh, two wonderful girls. Got a stepdaughter, or excuse me, a granddaughter now, uh, who's two years old, who's just a bundle of joy. So they uh, spend a lot of time there. They're all grown up now. The youngest one's 21. So um, that kept me busy for many years, and and now I am uh, do research at WVU. Uh, been involved a lot with the COVID stuff going on. So that's, that's keeps me busy. And then also have a, a scientific equipment uh, business of my own that uh, takes me all over the world, uh, designing equipment and trying to help other people out. Travis, let's talk a little bit about your playing days. I had your former teammate and one of your good friends, Kevin Harris on last week. And, you know, he talked about the competitive nature uh, that, that you guys had, especially that backcourt. I, I, I'll, I'll contend that, that that's one of the uh, most underrated backcourts at Ripley High School. You guys could flat-out play. Uh, and you, in my estimation, were ahead of your time as far as the way you played with the bigger guards uh, out there. And uh, talk a little bit about that that relationship. Kevin talked about how competitive you guys were and how you guys could, could be in each other's face during the game. And as soon, it was, as soon as it was over, it was back to being best buds. Yeah, I'd say there's a lot of truth in that. Um, you know, I know a lot of us that ended up on that team, and, and Kevin and I uh, in particular just just loved basketball. Uh, played from a young age. Uh, we were down at the park. I remember many days spent at 
Kevin's house, his family, and uh, Kip Starcher would be down there a lot too. And and we we just played every every day really. We in the summer we were at the park. Uh, anytime we could possibly get in the gym, we'd sneak in there. Um, so from a young age, it was it was important to us. And then as we, you know, as as we grew older, um, we started having we had a lot of success. Uh, I remember our freshman year, we went undefeated until our, we went nineteen and zero, and then ended up losing the championship to a really good St. Mary's team. But um, that kind of gave us some impetus to just continue to work. And then, uh, you know, throughout our whole high school career, we, we had a nice squad. Uh, we had a lot of guys that I, I like to think just understood the role. Um, we had guys that would bang and they, they knew how to do that. We had guys that could score and they knew how to do that. We were unselfish. Um, yeah. And we certainly went, went at each other. Uh, there was, we got along really well. Um, I really can't remember being very upset with, with Kevin or anybody, really. I mean, I, I just thought it was, a, it was a real tight-knit group. Tell me about, like, you were two classes ahead of me, so I remember coming to the games and watching you play. And, you know, what really stands out to me about you, number one was your competitiveness. You, you were uh, just a natural leader and a guy that was going to compete uh, from tip to the final buzzer. But you were a guy – Travis, it was crafty with the basketball. Uh, you, you could score at all three levels. You could score in the paint. You had a great mid-range game. You could also shoot it from distance. But your game uh, a little may, may have been a little bit ahead of its time. I mean, you see a lot of these guys now, especially like the Europe, Euro players that are just crafty and can score and uh, in a lot of different ways. And, and that's how I remember your game being. Yeah, it was, uh, I guess I came up right about the time the three point line got instituted. So I think, uh, uh, there may have been a, uh, a year or two where actually I had the record only because, you know, no one had ever had a chance to shoot them before, but, right. um, yeah, I guess, I guess with me, I just, I love to win, but even more than that, I hated to lose. <laughs> and, uh, the way I looked at it was, uh, anything I could do to increase my chances of not losing, such as developing uh, different skills, whether it be shooting from outside or, or being able to drive, um, you know, wh- whatever it took to propel the team to victory. That's uh, that's what it really what it's all about at the end of the day. And, and because as a team, when you can share in that win, uh, then everybody feels good as opposed to, you know, individual things, individual statistics. Uh, it's a lot more fun when you win. Absolutely. What stands out to you, uh, when you think about Ripley high school and if you get a moment and never think about your playing days, what, what are some of the things that really stand out most to you? Well, I, you know, that was a great time period. Um, sometimes I hear people talk about how they didn't enjoy high school and I, I feel sorry for them. Uh, I really enjoyed my time there. Um, had a lot of fun, a lot of good friends. Um, the basketball was, was fun. You know, our, our, my sophomore year, we were two and 20 and, uh, <laughs> One of the games we won, I remember Mike Shockey made a – he threw a baseball throw from the opposite uh, free throw line <laughs> to win last seconds. That was one of our two victories that year. So. That, that has to be a Mike Shockey story. There's so many infamous Mike Shockey <laughs> stories. Uh, there's no question that that is exactly how a Mike Shockey story should end there. I don't think there's doubt about that. That's right. So that's that was that was a bit of a rough year. But, again, that inspired me to uh, to work harder and then – uh, our last couple of years, we just we just had a real ball. We we had fun. had a lot of had a lot of good fellows there uh, playing together. Um, you know, we had a lot of success outside of the uh, you know the high school too. We went played a lot of tournaments together and 
And uh, we won a, a one in um, at James Madison. It was a pretty big deal, actually. So, um, you know, we had a lot of success. Uh, certainly wish we would have had a little more. It was tough. Felt like we were kind of the little guys in, in the big pond. You know, we always had to go get the Huntington Highs and the Huntington East and the, the Parkersburg schools. So we were always at a, a bit of a size and athletic uh, disadvantage. But, uh, yeah, I thought we, we did well with what we had. One thing about that team, Travis, and you and I talked about it before we hopped on here, you might have had us physically uh, outmatched, but mentally this team was full of a bunch of really smart dudes who went on to do a lot of great things, including yourself, uh, once they left high school and college. Yeah, that's. I, I'd like to see another high school team that, that could match up to this. I, <laughs> I mean, if you look at our nine-man rotation my senior year, I mean, you got Kevin Harris and Kenny Skeen, who are both lawyers. Brandon Sterick's a doctor. Uh, Nathan Phillips and I are both engineers. Brian Anderson's a commercial pilot now. Um, I think I heard Matt Morton, I believe, owns an insurance agency. Um, of course, Clark was a U.S. senator. And uh, and then there's Greg Comer. <laughs> he who, does uh, a little bit of everything, right? <laughs> well, I'm just playing with him. He's, uh, I think he's like a hot shot oil and gas executive now or something. Absolutely. I married his sister. Okay. Uh, so right. uh, he, he's All in right. the family now. And, and you know, contra- contrary to what he always says, his sister – and he do not look that much alike, and she's infinitely <laughs> better looking than he <laughs> You can't pick your family, right, Travis? I mean, That's it right. is what it is. <laughs> That's, right. That's right. Travis, uh, before I let you go, man, uh, again, Ruben, I just want to extend our thanks for you doing this. It's great catching up with you, uh, and we would love to see you make it back to Ripley sometime and come to a basketball game uh, and just see – uh, your old stomping grounds and, and let everybody say hello to you because you were a fantastic player. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's great people get to remember you and remember all the accomplishments that you have. Well, I appreciate that, buddy. And I'll, I'll definitely take you up on that. And, you know, now that you mentioned Rube too, I just want to say what a positive influence Rube had in my life. He was a big part of my life in high school and, and he really got took me and Kevin and some other fellas to see some things we wouldn't have got to see. I remember him taking us like the state tournament and uh, first time I ever went whitewater rafting, which I now have a whitewater raft. So I, I love it. And, um, you know, j- just his, his influence goes on and on. I just, uh, it's a real shout out to you, Rube, buddy. I really appreciate you. Rube. And I say it all the time. We are so blessed to have him in our community and a part of our uh, program at Ripley high school. Uh, he's a guy that will never be replaced. There's no question. I agree. I agree. Travis, thanks again, man. Keep, uh, keep, uh, continued success for you. And we look forward to hearing from you again in the future. Hey, thank you, Brian. Hope to see you soon, buddy. It's a wrap for episode 82 of Viking 360. Thanks for listening. Thank you to our sponsors. We'll see you next time. Remember for all the news on the blue, Go anywhere you can find podcasts, search Viking 360, hit the subscribe button, and turn on your notifications.